Hello, welcome back. You are listening to K-Drama in Room 343. I am your host, C. Choi, aka Christina, and today we are going to talk about episode 12 of Hwarang, The Beginning. And this episode is... it wasn't as disturbing as the previous episodes. Like, there were still some parts where I was like, okay, let's move on, please. I want to close my eyes, I want to close my ears. You know, like, there were some moments, but it wasn't as bad as, like, the previous ones. So let's just dive right in to episode 12. In the previous episode, we left off with the poster revealing that there is a king amongst the Hwarangs. So Sam and Seonu, they're like frozen in place. Seonu recognizes that the king symbol that was on the bracelet is on the poster, and he's like, oh, that's the mark of the king. All the other Hwarangs are gone, but Aro is like there, um, and it starts to rain. And they're still kind of like standing there, kind of shook. Seonu moves closer to the poster and he eventually grabs the poster which is like dripping and it's like drenched in rain. Um, he then flashes back to when Kwangsu said that he saw the king and then like when he died in Seonu's arms. Sam is hiding in like a storage closet thinking and flashing back to when that poster was shown like literally like the minute before you know like the first scene that we already saw. And then Ado comes to see him. Um, she's like, I was looking everywhere for you. She tries to like console him saying that, you know, it might just be a scare. Like no one's going to take that seriously. And she's like, you know, don't worry because I won't say anything. Like I will never reveal who you are. Um, Sam is like, that's fine. Like, I mean, even if, you know, I am revealed, it'll be okay. There's only like two possibilities that will happen. Like two things will occur if I am revealed. One possibility is that I will die by the hands of the assassins, or the second possibility is that I actually step up and become king, and like I take over the throne. And then he tells her that, you know, I used to be afraid, like the first thought on my mind was always that, um, that I was going to die, and I was afraid. But now he's like saying, I think I'm more afraid of acting as king amidst all of this. So the Hwarangs are in the lecture hall talking about like, oh, who the who the king could be, you know, like the possibilities of one of them being there. And at lunch, V is also talking about how it could either be GD, who is Sam, or Seonu, because they are the only ones who didn't grow up with them. Because all the Hwarangs, um, they're kind of like, you know, the royal line or like the true bone or whatever. So they all grew up with each other. But um, GD and Seonu are like the only new ones. But then all the other Hwarangs are like, you're being ridiculous. OF is looking at the scroll, um, the top half that he ripped, and he flashes back to his moments with GD and how they talked about being, they talked about like the king, um, the faceless king, and then like how GD wants to bring down the queen. So he's figured out that GD is king. Sonu is like talking to himself in front of like the, the pond, I think, like at the academy, and he's like, who are you, king? Yeah. <laughs> Rumors are going around the Hwarangs and they're talking about how Seonu is the king because some Hwarangs have seen his bracelet that had the king symbol. So then that rumor just like spreads all across the Hwarangs and the lecture hall and everyone's like being all weird. So Seonu kind of like walks in and everyone's like kind of avoiding him. Then Sam walks in and he notices that everyone's like kind of staring at uh, Sonu. Sam sits next to Sonu and he's like, um, 
why are all these people interested in you all of a sudden? And Sun was like, that's fine because, you know, I'm interested in them too. There is someone that I need to find. He needs to find the king and um, so that he could get his revenge. V is at the infirmary talking to Aro and saying that um, she, he also was like discussing this with Aro, but he's saying that she probably doesn't know either. He's like, right, like, cause you know, he came all of a sudden, like out of the blue. Like, how can you know if he is even your real brother or not? Aro is like biting her nails and she tells him that, you know, they got it all wrong. Sonu is not the king. And V is like, how can you be so sure? I mean, Aro is for sure, like she, she knows that Sonu is not the king. But she can't say that. And she just kind of like yells in frustration that like, Sonu isn't king. And V is like kind of surprised. Aro goes to find Sonu and sees him walking. Sonu is like walking around, but he is stopped by the princess. And the princess like goes up to him and he, she's like, apparently there's a rumor that you are my brother. And then she like grabs his arm and pulls up his sleeve. And she's like, is the mark or like, you know, that bracelet, is it on a different part of the arm? And she's like, you're King Jinheng? Don't lie. She's all like dramatic and like very like serious. Like, I don't, I can't take this actor seriously, honestly. Like, I'm sorry, but yeah. He then like pulls her towards him and asks her, are you the one that shot that arrow at Aro? And the princess is kind of like startled. She's like, well, I was only hunting deer. And she like tries to leave, but he pulls her back and he's like, I don't care who you are or who you think I am, but if you ever hurt her again, like Aro, then you will really truly know who I am. And then he like walks away. Princess, she's kind of like angry. Um, she sees like Aro watching them from afar. So back in the palace, Royal Guard tells the queen that um, like the poster incident happened at the Huarong Academy. Like, how did he know? Um, anyways, he tells her that the mark of the king was revealed and she's like freaking out. She's like, how? That symbol is only known to the royal family and a handful of generals. Like, how could they recognize that symbol? And the guard tells her, you know, actually, this might be beneficial to the king. And then we move on to like the royal council meeting. They're in the meeting with the queen as well. And they're basically discussing like the nation's affair, like how other countries are looking down on them, blah, blah, blah. And then Yong Gong brings out that rumor. He's like, is it true that the king is amongst the Hwarangs? And the rest of the councils are like, what the? They're like freaking out. They're like mumbling, like mumbling, mumbling, like what? How could it be? Is it true? Um, the queen is like, that's a rumor. The king is not in this country. So stop spreading false rumors or else. Like, y'all gonna feel my wrath. <laughs> Something along those lines. Pan Yu's biological dad asks Yong Shilgong if Sonu really is the king. And Yong Shilgong is like, well, I can't really say. But Pan Yu's dad is like, what do you mean? Like, you saw the look on queen's face. Like, she, and she's the one who chose Sonu and put him in the Hwarang. And um, he's like, dang, like, who would have ever thought that the king would be there? I think it was like a perfect plan that the queen had. But Yong Gong is like, yeah, but it doesn't seem odd to you that everything fits so perfectly. It's kind of weird. And Yong Gong is like, the one who stopped Jizo at the marching ceremony um, that time was Honu. And she imprisoned him and his dad, Anjigong. 
And then the biological dad is like, well, maybe, you know, she planned it all. Yong Shigong is like, well, hmm, we'll see. I think he's like on the fence about it. I don't think he's like 100% sure. He's probably like 80% sure at this point that um, Sonu is king. So, okay, back at the dorm, Sonu walks in and the rest of the roommates are kind of like being pretty awkward around him. Yoru is like, what is with the atmosphere here? Isn't it good and an honor to have the king as our roommate? And Su is like, hey, shh, 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 shh. Panyu then directly asks Sonu if he really is the king, but Sonu doesn't reply. Panyu then gets like pretty angry and says that even if you say it, I won't believe it. And Sonu's like, then why are you asking if you're not gonna believe me anyways? <laughs> then Panyu, he like is about to fight him, but Suho stops him. So the rest of the Hwarangs in the academy, they're still talking about the possibility of Sonu being the king. Um, I feel like everyone is kind of like on board that he is the king and they're all acting so weird and awkward around him. And um, Sonu and Sam, they're walking and Sonu's like, who do you think they're staring at? And Sam's like, um, it's obviously you. <laughs> um, Sonu's like, am I really that good looking? And Sam's like, what? <laughs> then Sonu asks Sam who he thinks the king is if the king really is in the Hwarangs. And Sam is kind of like silent. Sam asks Sonu, like, what are you going to do if you find the king? Sonu says that he is going to kill him. And Sam's kind of like shook. Sonu then goes to Aro to get his like wound treated from, you know, the last episode when he got shot. Uh, he tells Otto that he isn't king, and he's like, don't believe in those rumors. And Otto's like, I know. I know for sure that you aren't. Don't worry. And Sonu's like, what? Like, what is it? Do you not see me as a king material? And Otto's like, uh, bro, no, that's not why. Like, <laughs> I can't tell you. <laughs> she can't, she doesn't say this, but like, you know, she knows that Sam is king. So, um, yeah, she can't say that. But anyways, okay, so then like she gets up after treating him and he just like kind of hugs her and pulls her back and they just kind of like hug and she's like stroking his head. Like wild birds! Oh my god. So the Hwarangs are released for the holidays and Panyu goes to Young Shilgong and Young Shilgong tells Panyu to bring answers or some kind of evidence that Sonu is king or if he isn't. And Panyu's like, I think he's like feeling rebellious. Like he's like, why do I have to do such a thing? Then Young Shilgong is like, it's because I plan to make you the king. And in order for that to happen, the real king needs to be gone. Panyu is kind of like shook when he hears this. He's kind of like in a daze and he's just like blank. So he walks out of his house. But um, Suyeon is there by in front of his house and she was trying to like, you know, see him. She wanted to see him. So she was waiting for him. And when he comes out, he didn't see her. He's like lost in his thoughts. So he just like walks past her and she like chases after him. She's like, hey, it's me. And he just kind of like nods and then he walks away. And she feels so hurt. It's so sad. Like she, she starts to cry. And Suho comes and he sees her crying. And then he sees Panyu walking away. And he's like, oh my gosh, did that fool did something to you again? And then he starts to like call him and yell after him. But Suyeon kind of like holds him back. She's just like crying harder. She's like, no, it's not it. It's not like that. She's just crying. 
V is at the infirmary and Otto is kind of massaging his ankle because he said that he like sprained it and that it hurts. She's like massaging it, but she figures out that he's faking. She's like twisting it here and there and he's like, oh, that hurts, that hurts. He's not even like pretending that hard. So Otto's like, okay, I figured it out. We need to do acupuncture. And V kind of gets like tense. He's like scared. He's like, um, no, I think it'll just be better to let it heal and keep massaging. And Otto's like, no, nonsense. If we leave it be, then you will suffer from chronic sprains. So, you know, we really need to just like pull at it from the root. She leaves to grab like two big needles and she holds them out and she's like, if you get poked 30 times for 10 days, it will completely be cured. And then like V's like, oh, there really is no need. And he starts to get up. I was like, don't feel burdened because you know, this is on me, this is free. And she's like about to poke him, but he immediately gets up. He's like, I'm fine. And he quickly like puts on his shoes to leave. Um, then Ado asks him why he's pretending to be sick all of a sudden. And Han Song, so V's character is Han Song. He replies that he doesn't want to be compared to his brother Tan Se while they are training together. He then kind of reveals that it would have been better if he was born as Tansei and if Tansei was born as him. Then at that moment, Tansei walks into the infirmary and tells V to come out, but he doesn't want to. Tansei tells him to go and um, that he will help him practice sword training. So V leaves to train with him and they start like training, but Tansei is so much stronger and V gets all upset because he's like, Tansei is like pretty hardcore training. like. He pushes him to the ground, they fight. Tensei is like, you have to get up. Like, you can't become anything with that. And then V gets like angry and he bursts out saying that, yeah, I agree. Like you should have been born as me. And then you could be the one to really save our family name and honor. But you know, I like looking up at the sky for stars and following the solar eclipse. I am poor at dealing with a sword and archery and horseback riding. Like I have so many flaws. Like. But what am I supposed to do? This is just who I am. And he does all this like rebellious talk and then he walks away. Tansei is kind of looking sad and he just, yeah. He's like, I think he's like more surprised. Sonu is being treated by Anjigong and he compliments. Um, he's like, wow, Otto did a pretty good job. I guess she's becoming a good doctor after all. Sonu then questions how Anjigong knew Otto would be in danger. And then um, Anjigong's like, just, just protect her for now. He then shows Anjigong the scroll, like the poster, and tells Anjigong that Makmun or Kwangsu had told him that he saw the king and that the one who wielded the sword at them carried this symbol on his wrist. And um, Sonu tells him if this really is the mark of the king, then the one who killed Kwangsu is that faceless king. Anjigong looks kind of shocked, but he calmly like asks Sonu what he's going to do. And Sonu replies that he's going to kill the king. Ado is in her room pacing and talking to herself. She's like, I can't reveal that GD is the king, but there's no way to prove that Sonu isn't king. And then we move on to the queen. So the guard has told her that it might be beneficial that Sonu is being misunderstood as king because then, um, you know, all the assassins or like all the attempts to kill the king would be at, directed at Sam instead of the real king. Or like directed at Sonu instead of the real king who is Sonu. No, Sam. 
<laughs> so the real king is Sam, but the guard is like, you know, if Sonu acts or pretends to be king, then all of the assassination attempts will be towards him and the real king will be safe. Yes. Whew. But then says that, you know, Anjimung might not stand for it because that's his son. And the queen is like, I will make him. So the queen goes to see Anjigong at his house, um, hospital. <laughs> gold, man, gold. Anyways, um, she demands that he start examining her. So he's like feeling her pulse. And then she starts like playing the history card again. Like, oh my gosh, this this lady, like, stop it. He's not interested in you. She keeps saying, like, oh, remember the time when we were young and we were in love and we were by the creek and we were just, like, in, like looking at each other's eyes and whatnot. And Anjigong is, like, getting up to leave. Um, he tries to leave to get the needles, but then she grabs him and says that, you know, I've been so gracious towards you because your daughter committed a sin against me and deserved death but I spared her life. And I will continue to spare her life, but your son needs to do something for me. If he doesn't do me this favor, then I have no choice but to kill your daughter. Anjigong is shook and he's like furious. Um, the mystery man was in the back and he's like listening to all of this. So the queen had left and Anjigong is still furious. He's like shaking with rage. And the mystery man had apparently warned Anjigong that the queen would come. Anjigong is like furious and he asks the mystery man, like, what should I do? Like, what am I supposed to do? The mystery man's like, what are you going to do? Um, Anjigong is like, she killed my wife and my son. And now she's threatening to kill my daughter. What am I supposed to do with that woman and her son? He's like, I need to kill them. Like, I must kill them. OF and Daiso, they're in the academy and Daiso is like nagging him like, do you think this place will be safe if the king really is here? And OF is like, oh my gosh, you're right. Maybe I should find another place to live. What if an assassin comes to kill me? And Daiso kind of like scolds him like, you can't say that. You're, you're Pumorchu. You're the leader of this. Um, you're the master of the Huarangs. You can't say that. You have to live and die with the Huarangs. And OF is like, just give me some more Nurumji. <laughs> Sam is still in the academy, even though they're like on holiday break, I guess. And he's just like wandering around and OF kind of joins him. OF is like, why are you here on your off day? Then OF kind of like questions him. Why is your name GD? Sam is like, well, there wasn't much meaning to it. It stands for Jidokan Titungsu. So GD, Jidokan Titungsu. Which literal translation is like... Jidokan means tough or like hardcore, I guess. Jidokan, jitongsu, jitongsu is the back of the head. Um, so tough or powerful back of the head, <laughs> which is like the literal translation. But it's also like a phrase to say, um, well, I want to betray someone. So you know how people say that's a real stab in the back, you know? Uh, in Korean, they use like jitongsu, chinda which means like that's a slap in the back of the head, right? It's kind of the same meaning, like you want to betray someone. So then OF is like questioning him again, like your name is fake, you have no relatives here in the capital, and you say that your family is apparently a mess, and you want to stab the queen in the back. If I think carefully, I can't agree that you have no family here. Like in the academy, your sister is here, and at the palace, your mom. So he figured out that um, Sam is king and he bows in front of him. 
Sam's like surprised. Back to the queen, she is talking to one of the royal council leaders who is on her side, and he is Suho's dad. The queen asks um, him if she can meet Suho, and she says that she has something special to request from him. Suho's dad is like prepping him for etiquette around the queen. Um, he's like, don't make eye contact, don't touch her, like you have all these laws, like if she asks you to do something, just say yes ma'am. Suho is very excited to go see the queen, but his dad is like, dang, I feel so nervous sitting you alone. <laughs> Um, so Suho goes to the palace to see the queen at her garden. So she's like walking and taking a stroll, but Suho sees that she's walking barefoot in the garden and he's like pretty far away. Like he's at the entrance and she's like all the way on the other side. But I don't know how, but he freaking sees that she's about to step on a thorn. Does he have supersonic vision or something? Like, he got microscopes on his eyes. Like, he can see that from that far. He, like, runs to the queen and he's like, I will carry you. And the queen is like, what the freak? I will walk. <laughs> She's like, no, I will walk. So it was like, you're walking on a path of poisonous flowers and thorns. Like, if you get pricked, it could be dangerous. I guess the queen is blind. Because she's like, no, I'm a walk. And she steps, she, t she literally just takes a step. And of course she steps on thorns and her foot is like totally cut open. Blood is like spewing out like, okay. She stepped on those big thorns. And how, okay, how come she didn't see them but Suho was able to see them like miles away? Like, I, I, I'm confused, I'm confused. So the servant is like, oh no, here, your majesty, your shoes. But Suho's like, no, don't put on the shoes. He then like carries the queen away, like freaking, he's your friend's mom. Boundaries, man, boundaries. He carries her all the way to her room and he personally, like he takes tweezers and he's like tweezing out the thorns. The queen is like staring at him and I guess Suho finally realized that he like committed a crime because normal people aren't supposed to touch the body of the queen or like the king. So Suho's like, if you decide to punish me, I will gladly accept. Boy. He's all smug. And then the queen asks him, hey, um, do you know Sonu? Then we move to Sonu at the academy. He is trying to like kind of scout the crowd and he is trying to see if he can find the king. Um, he's thinking like, where are you? He then sees Sam walking slowly and I think he's kind of suspicious. Otto walks into the infirmary and sees that the princess is waiting for her. Princess tells her that she has a sprain and Otto's like, have a seat. But the princess is like, no. I will wait for you in my room. She leaves and Otto was like, wow, that girl has no conscience. Like she shot an arrow at me and she still wants me to treat her. But Otto goes to her room and, but then like she sees that the princess is waiting for her to wash her feet and like to massage them. And Otto was like pretty angry. She's like, you should ask your servant to do. Like, I'm not your servant, I'm not a maid. But princess is like, you are my designated doctor. And Otto was like, yeah, but you shot an arrow at me and my brother got shot instead. The princess is all like cold and she's like, I heard you committed a crime against the queen. Then you should have gotten shot and died. Otto's like pissed. Princess, she keeps dissing Otto saying that like since you lived, then you need to live the next day fulfilling your duties. You're just a half-breed. Something like that. Otto gets angry and she is like, I try to stay calm for the sake of your brother, but I can't and I will not take this treatment. Even if you are the princess, like you who do not care about subjects and just kill innocent people willy nilly and then order them around, like I refuse to treat you. And she's like about to walk away. The princess is like, so she gets up. She's like, so you know my brother. 
Who is he? Isn't it unfair that you know who he is and I don't? So tell me, who is my brother? And Aro's like, I don't know who he is. And even if I did know, I wouldn't tell you. And she walks out. Blue evil friend is at the stables and he kind of taunts Tanse, who is like also there. Um, he was taking care of the horses. And blue evil friend, he's like, you know, even if we are both Nandus, you and I will never be the same because you are just a half breed. Well, I am true bone. And then Tanse sees Powell coming to the stables and Tanse introduces Powell to the blue evil friend. Um, Tanse's like, hey, this guy is two years younger than us, but. He's pretty foul-mouthed. And then the blue evil friend to Powell, he's like, oh my gosh, you are 22? You look like an old rag. Then Powell grabs him by the collar and then like, Powell's like, you call me Hyung, I will not stand down. <laughs> and then he like pummels blue evil friend to the ground and then he leaves. Tanze leans down to blue evil friend who's on the ground. Um, he's like, I saw you break the instruments that night. And then he says that I don't care who you are or like what you do here. I don't even care who you're working for. All I want is to live my life. So don't mess with me. And then Tanse walks away. Yes, Tanse. Lego. Sam and Sonu are doing the sword training and Sam notices something is off with Sonu. After the training, Sonu and Sam, they're walking together and Sonu flashes back to when Sam had confessed to him like, you're my only friend. And then he kind of like loosens up. I think he's still suspicious though. So apparently Hansong or V got kicked out of his dorm room. Like his roommates kicked him out. Um, so now he's assigned to Sonu, Sam, Suho, Panyu, and Yo's room. Tanse hears this and goes to find V. He's like hiding in the closet because he's afraid of the sparring. Like the sparring assignment that they have to do and says that he doesn't want to fight. Tanze's like, it doesn't matter what you want. You carry our family name and you are going to do this right because are you going, are you seriously going to let your grandfather and our family name like drag through the mud? Like, no. V is like, it wasn't like I asked for it. Like, I don't understand why everyone's giving me all these burdens. And he's like lashing out again. Then Tanze kind of lashes out too. Like, then you should have been born as half bone. You have everything. So you have to make yourself deserving and worth all the things that you have. He then like drags him out. So Sam flashes back to what Sonu said um, back when he said that he's going to kill the king once he finds him. And Sonu keeps flashing back to when Sam confessed his feelings. And then back to when um, he was finding Sam earlier in like that mirror door maze, um, like the bracelet moment as well. Like when Sam's like, oh, give me this bracelet. Where'd you find it? Whatever. So yeah, I think he found out that Sam is king. So the day of the sparring assignment where the battle to the death between the Hwarangs occur. The queen and the royal councils came to see the match and OF asks the queen like, are you really willing to do this? Like, are you seriously going to spill blood of the Hwarangs? And the queen says nothing. Young Shilgong is thanking the princess for inviting him and for setting up this sparring event. Aro is kind of packing and preparing for the event like, um, Daiso is like there too and he's talking about how this battle to the death is going to be pretty wild and there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be injured and like someone could somebody could die and he's like pretty excited so the queen is talking to herself she's thinking to herself but she's talking to Sam um she's like if you beg for me right now and ask me to save you and like you know hide behind me again then I will rescue you 
from this mess. But at the same time, Sam is thinking, I will not be afraid of any sword coming at me. So the first round is between Suho and Panyu, and they fight. It's like sword fighting. Suho cuts Panyu, but I feel like they kind of, I don't know if they planned it, but it, it seemed like they were like, planned? I don't know. Like it was, it was weird. Then the blue evil friend, he's like dissing Panyu. He's like, wow, you're disappointing Yong Shigong. And Yong Shigong looks kind of like pissed as well. Princess is angry at OF. Um, she's like, how are they lacking so much in skill? Like this fight is terrible. Did they not practice? And OF is like, it's because they know better things than committing meaningless killings. Oh, OF laying it down. Um, then the teacher orders them to stop. Yong Shigong is like, there really isn't much to see in this fight. Like the fight between the Hwarangs are kind of meaningless. So could I propose a small suggestion? And he proposes that the Hwarang, like one Hwarang, will fight his own personal bodyguard, probably in a, like an assassin, like to the death. And I think he's planned this because he wants to like kill the king, obviously, with this assassin. I think the princess is kind of like dumb or clueless because she doesn't seem to realize what he wants to do. She's like, yeah, sure, that sounds okay. And then Yong Shigong asks, would it be okay if I pick out the Hwarang that will fight? And she's like, sure. But OF and the queen, they're pretty nervous. Yong Shigong then picks Sonu. So Sonu is chosen, but Suo kind of like stops him like, hey, you sure about this? And Sonu still goes. Aro is on the side and she's like, oh, no, he can't. Like, it hasn't been long since he got hit by that arrow. Like, he's not even fully healed yet. But um, Sonu still goes. Yong Shigong says that the princess needs to say a disclaimer saying that she or anyone else up there in like the podium or like the top area where the queen and the royal council leaders were, you know, like none of them are responsible if someone actually dies during the sparring. And the princess is like, yeah. Yong Shigong is like, I hope I'm not disrespecting the king by doing this. And the queen is like, of course you are. You're hurting his royal hwanangs. But Yong Shigong is like, I'm doing this to train them. Um, the queen is thinking like, whatever your plan is, it's not gonna work because Jin Heng is not there. And Sonu and the assassin, they start to fight. Um, assassin like cuts Sonu's leg, like he makes a wound. Um, Sonu is losing and then he like eventually falls and the assassin has an advantage. Yong Shigong is like, this is to their deaths, and the assassin is about to slay Sonu, but the queen yells for them to stop. So the assassin then like walks away, but Sonu and Sonu gets up and he like jumps in front of the assassin. And Yong Shigong is like, they need to continue. So they continue. Um, Sonu then like jumps and then like he cuts the assassin's little hair bun, and everyone's cheering because apparently that means it's over. I guess bun equals life or something because everyone's cheering like it's over all the hotouts are cheering like the assassin is like frozen like i don't so the bun means life so the whole point is to cut off their buns like why don't they say that in the first place i was so confused so it's over and yong shigong is like thinking to himself i finally got the answer i wanted yeah so that's it later sonu and Sam, they're talking. Oh, Sam goes to see Sonu. Um, he's like, hey, are you okay? And Sonu's like, why, were you worried? And um, Sam's like, yeah, of course. And Sonu's like, why? And then at that moment, Sonu whips out his sword and points it to Sam and then says, are you him? Are you the king? And that, my friends, is the end of episode 12.
Yeah, so this episode, I feel like a lot has happened. I really liked what happened in this episode. Not the uncomfortable grossness, but like things are finally going somewhere and we are finally seeing some kind of progress with this drama. The academy, we found out that there's a king inside and basically at this point, since Sonu and OF and Aro know that Sam is king, I feel like it won't be long until it is announced to the public. So then what's gonna happen? Who knows? We'll see in episode 13, I guess. Or probably much later than that. Probably episode 20. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys are doing well. Don't forget to subscribe to wherever you are listening to this episode. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram with the same handle, KDrama in Room 343. Okay, talk to you guys next week. Bye!